1: President Barack Obama was also back on the campaign trail this week, and it was kind of jarring to see. Obama's presidency seems so long ago, it's easy to forget he's 15 years younger than either of the current candidates. You know who else is younger than the current candidates? The guys we elected in the years 2000 and 1992. Is it just me, or is that insane? This election is the equivalent of a baseball team giving a four-year deal to Willie Mays now. (laughs)
3: How could the president from that was elected in 92 be younger than the current
4: candidates? And he was a youngish president, but it's not like he was 12. Well, and that's almost 30 years ago. I, I know it is. That's just crazy. It is crazy. Got old Joe Biden, who was rejected by America over and over again, mm-hmm. and the guy from The Apprentice. And none of the things. Mm, who's done some great stuff, in my opinion.
3: None of the things that he, you know, what he got run out of for in 88 is all still true. I'm surprised that hasn't come back as like had to be a nailed down again. The plagiarism in college and the lifting stuff of the speech without accrediting somebody or whatever. All that stuff still happened. I
2: apologize for that. It, yeah. it seems to, to me and like.
4: he's addled now.
3: This seems to happen with celebrities, politicians, whoever. You can have a scandal at some point in your life. And then you come back years later, and it's like you get a reset.
1: Yeah. Well not exactly sure. Time
4: heals all wounds, right? Okay. I guess. But you're still the same person. He's running against Trump. That's it. That's the whole thing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the answer to all of your questions. All of them.
3: So how did you come across this British Prime Minister person? Are you starting to follow Parliament all the time?
4: I do. I do. I, uh, twice a week, I go to uh, Parliament, and I sit in, I listen, and I fly back. Uh, no, it's making the rounds. This is a British politician. um name escapes me. I'll grab my sheet. Oh, zabba dabba uh, Desmond Swain is his name, and he is talking about Great Britain's coronavirus um, uh, response some of the thoughts and policies and things he suggests may sound familiar to you
5: if you were to ask a scientist how do you stop a virus that spreads through human contact do not be surprised if he answers telling you that you must stop human contact as far as possible it falls to us however to decide whether The price is worth paying in terms of the misery and unemployment that it generates. A generation marred in their life chances. Mind-boggling borrowing that we will have to repay over years, which will diminish proper investment in public services and industry. All that, and for what, the Secretary of State has told us this week that... The average number of deaths is consistent with the long-term average for this time of year. 1,600 people die every day, but COVID is by no means chief amongst their killers. And it's no good to say that, well, every other jurisdiction in the world is following basically the same policy. That would strike me as herd stupidity.
4: Yes, good, good phrase, herd stupidity. Nice. Nice, and these echoing points we've made over and over again. The problem is you've put people in charge of everything who have only one concern, and that's the COVID. There's a lot more to be concerned about. And he makes a point in this clip, which I was begging
5: for all weekend long.
4: That would be the next
5: clip. And speaking of herds, I understand that a number of ministers have questioned the existence of herd immunity, which is odd given that a successful vaccine uh, programme relies on herd immunity, and that is the basket in which the government has placed all its eggs. Throw into this mix, Madam Deputy Speaker, the fact that we appear to be determined to claim every possible death as a COVID death, as if we were in some sort of international league and competition. Add into it the failure to be absolutely upfront about the limitations of the PCR test as a means of tracking the disease. Add into that mix uh, the way that we use large numbers to terrify people. We've been told that intensive care units are at 80% of their capacity. Of course, at this time of year, that is exactly what you would expect them to have. No wonder our constituents are writing to us with ever greater conspiracy theories because our actions defy rational explanation.
3: All weekend long, I saw the stories about hospitals reaching various capacities. 85% now, and I think it was Michigan or Wisconsin. Of hospital beds, and I thought, okay, now is the journalist about to tell me what it usually is? I mean, what's normal? Is normal 65% or 75%? Nope. Because as Joe said earlier, I got to believe they craft these hospitals to be, you know, kind of close to foolish all the time, but still have space left over for an emergency, but you can't operate with, you know, uh, at 30% all the time. You couldn't afford it. No, ICUs
4: in particular. It'd be stupid. Right, right. Why do you have such a large ICU? Number one, it's taking up space. Number two, you have personnel standing around doing nothing because it's not like calling in a temp worker to dig a hole to plant a plant. Being an ICU nurse, well, and each, you yeah, got to pay them.
3: Each one of those rooms would have to have all that expensive equipment and everything right, like that. And exactly. You got to
4: keep them sanitized and all that sort of stuff. But so, nobody has any interest in reporting that because it's not exciting and scary. To
3: me, I, 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 I'm the Lord knows if you listen to this radio show, you know I'm no genius. But the first question that pops into my head when I hear they're at eighty five percent of capacity, I think, well, what are they normally? Is that how high, much higher is that? Well, according to that guy, at least that hospital in London, it was about the same as what it normally is this time of year.
4: And at what pace is uh, is the occupancy increasing or decreasing? And should we be concerned about it? Um, Plus, you also get into the question of deaths with COVID as opposed to deaths from COVID. I'm looking at various stats. Um, If you combine, say, uh, diabetes deaths, and um, and stroke, it's significantly more than the COVID deaths we've had right now. And that's every single year, year after year after year. What percentage of the economy have we shut down to avoid death from stroke? Go ahead, anybody. Is it 50%, 20%? No, it's none. It's none. Anyway, he has one more. Uh, he's going to bring it home. Bring it home, Mr. Swain.
5: Now, Hallelujah. The consensus has been broken. The Prime Minister has finally resisted the advice that he has been given by the scientists, just at a time that the opposition have embraced it with enthusiasm. Now at least an argument can be had, and proper scrutiny and freedom from groupthink will arise. The danger is, If we do not change the way we respond to this disease, in years to come, historians will pick over how it was a prosperous society entered into such a devastating act of self-harm.
4: We have the entirety of that video for you at armstrongandgetty.com. Send it to all of your friends, please. Uh, One more note on that, um, on, on the whole thing. Uh, if there were one silver lining to Biden winning the election, now let me say this at first. Some of you understand how fully crazy America's news media have become that the woke youngsters now run the newsrooms and the old guard who have values and, and, and if news hurts their side, but it's news, they'll still publish it. Well, that's gone or it's, it's leaving anyway. And so they are so crazy, and it's causing so much misery and poverty and, and other sorts of deaths, the rest of it. If Trump were to go, maybe the media would start reporting honestly on the, the policies and discussions we've been having in the last five minutes. Maybe that would happen.
3: COVID is having an effect on Thanksgiving. The funniest thing I've seen about that we'll have for you next. But first, we want to tell you this about Simply Safe. Why do you need it? Every 26 seconds, there's a break-in in this country. But with Simply Safe Home Security, you can protect your whole home around the clock. Serious, lasting protection, and all it takes is about 30 minutes to set this up at your own home.
4: Yeah, and there are no long, complicated contracts either. There's no uh, installer guy who's going to be in your house drilling holes all day. It's all the good stuff of having home security with none of the downside.
3: Yeah, when you hear only it takes 30 minutes to set up, and I can afford it, and there's no contract or hidden fees, you think, okay, this is kind of like a you know a, a security light version of it nope us news and world report named simply safe the best overall home security
4: of 2020 so right now go to simplysafe.com/armstrong and get a free security camera it's a 60 day risk free trial with any new system order by the way there's nothing to lose so go to simplysafe.com/armstrong to get that free security camera simplysafe.com/armstrong
3: I don't know where this person lives, but they texted that where they live, they allow six. They'll allow six people to show up for your Thanksgiving, but you can have thirty people for a funeral. So I said, "I'll be holding a funeral for my pet turkey that will pass away on November twenty-six. Refreshments will be provided. Oh, call my. Thanksgiving a funeral for your turkey, and mm. you can have thirty people come.
0: Is yeah, plotting a turtle murder,
3: a turkey murder,
0: mm, maybe. Oh, pet turkey. I miss turkey." That thing.
3: I'm Thanksgiving. I might have said turtle. that Michael, I turtle? turn off his mic. Because last hour I said electrical winter. When you meant? Electoral winner. Winner. So I don't yes. know how anybody could follow the show at all.
4: I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, I want better coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> I've also heard a number of people say, yeah, declare your Thanksgiving dinner a Black Lives Matter demonstration. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's going to crack down on it. Sounds good. Um, Except your woke college kid will probably think you're serious and start lecturing everybody. That's it. Uh, you get 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 from my table. Go. Go away. You're dead to me. That's what I'd say. No, I wouldn't. You got to keep your kids close because we all go through crazy periods. But, man, I was talking to a friend. of Oh, Lord. Kids coming home from college brainwashed. Brainwashed. At least it was really expensive. Oh, lordy. Oh, lordy. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, the uh, Trump administration was going to employ the Santa Clauses of America to push the vaccine for the vid. What? Uh, They have uh, uh, Grinch-like shoved that plan back up the chimney. Okay. We'll tell you about (laughs) uh, the army of Santa Clauses that was supposed to go forth. Fantastic. and, And much, much more. pitch on the way swing line drive right center
1: it's a base hit Kiermeyer
4: around third he scores the tying run to third base and being waved home and falling down and now they've got to between third and home the ball gets away into score Rosarena the Rays have won oh my is that a Little
3: League game? Uh guys are kicking it, throwing it away. I don't know who that was. That was not the best description of what happened during the, uh, that's not the Jack Buck call, that I, or Joe Buck call that I thought it was, which is a pretty good description of it. Mm. A lot of exciting stuff happened in that play at the end of the game on Saturday night.
4: Unbelievable. I've seen Little League games before where the guy drops it and throws it away, then the other guy drops it, and the runner falls down between third and home. And then I'm the not impressed.
3: pitcher who is supposed to back up the catcher just stands there and watches it all. Yeah. God, he was asked about that after the game, and he said, hey, you know, tomorrow's another day. We're not going to talk about that.
4: Eh, I could take a little
3: ownership of that. We
4: could could play the blame game, Marge. (laughs) Oh, my
3: goodness. Sometimes
4: I wish I still watched sports for uh, games like that. I'll
3: bet that was very exciting to watch live.
4: If only my DVR hadn't given out, because I only set it for an extra hour. How long was the game? It's over 4 hours
3: 4 hours for one baseball
1: game? no yeah. nine hey, game time for that. It's
3: not an extra inning game mm, no i don't think so wow i don't know That's my incredible. dvr right <laughs> um i was a busy of course instead of watching the world series watching the hunter biden sex tape that came out on saturday night <laughs> actually i was not i did see it if i wanted to watch porn i wouldn't choose that porn no
4: um no you did see it i did so I, an, I had no idea that I was clicking on it, but somebody tweeted at us, guys, here it is. I'm like, okay, I'll look at it. It's, yeah, he was uh, liner. Uh, well, I don't need to describe it. No, He's you don't. being serviced by a, a woman of the evening.
3: He seemed awful eager to jump into a no, description. No, I did not. They're, no, indeed. They're, uh,
4: they're tubing. What's going on it, on that side I, of the desk? I, I, oh, boy. Um, I found it disgusting.
3: Uh, what was interesting to me was people enthusiastically trying to get it posted on Twitter and Twitter enthusiastically trying to stop it. Um, I'm. I have no problem with not wanting porn on Twitter. Like actual, you know, full-on video of sex There's doesn't need plenty. to be on Twitter.
4: It's everywhere. Yeah.
3: Um, what was the enthusiasm with people trying to put it on there? It's just. It's just anger that people feel like Twitter is censoring stuff based on their politics, which is legit. They are. Yes. I know no. a lot of libertarians hate when you use the word "censor" if you're not talking about the First Amendment and the government. But whatever.
4: Um, well, yeah. I'm not. Uh, I just want called out for what they are
3: uh but i i don't need to have porn on twitter
4: no no it's not about the porn get off the porn okay it's about the 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 other stuff that's being suppressed matt taibbi we talked about this a little bit earlier but the whole hunter biden laptop story has other significant aspects like the the chinese money deal and just the uh, influence peddling, and the rest of it, it seems like, even if it's not true, the fact that the mainstream media has decided, to quote one Washington Post editorial, even if it's not Russian disinformation, we should still treat it like it is. Which is just bizarre and indefensible.
3: Well, the story sure seems dead as disco with eight days to go in the presidential election. Now, I know old, uh, what's his name? Mm, Don't know. The guy with the Italian sounds like a mobster name. Mussolini? Uh,
2: no. no. Oh. Uh, the the, yeah. the, the, the alligator. Yeah. Right. Babaluchi. Babalinski? Babalinski. right.
3: Bobulinski? Bobulinski, right
4: the is. navy fellow. Right. It. Yes. Yeah. There it is.
3: Um uh he Baba he did <laughs> he did Baba did talk to Senate investigators on Friday morning. Possible they come out with some information, but I mean it would all have to happen pretty fast to have any effect on the election.
4: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Well, it had to happen pretty fast uh, to bring Joe Biden to justice while he's still alive. Wow. Honestly, it's like they, oh, when they found Whitey Bulger, and he was eighty. I mean, please. Anyway, it is. Uh,
3: well, do you think there are any legs left to this scandal prior to the election day, or because it, man, it, it seems, <sighs> seems cold as of today.
4: Yeah, it, 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 it's possible something will come out, but then it'll be so soft-pedaled. Well, the mainstream media
3: having successful just successfully just not covered it. New York Post
0: still locked out of their Twitter account, by the way. They haven't made mm. a new post since, I don't know, a couple weeks ago at this point. And yeah, and That's an
4: amazing 100-year-old newspaper.
3: And 60 Minutes didn't do anything on it last night, or the New York Times or Washington Post is not digging into the veracity of any of these claims. They're not mm. even looking at it.
4: The uh, sex worker, she uses her feet. That's what I saw. For a significant amount of time. So
3: fantastic. That's just feet. fantastic. Stop so it. Why did you watch that?
1: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show And if you're sitting there going, Taylor, you should be grateful I miss my 20s. No, you don't What you miss is a time in your life where you didn't have a lot of responsibilities Because nobody expected anything from you But do you remember why nobody expected anything from you? Because you SUCKED! That's what everybody forgets about your 20s. You were garbage. Thinner garbage, but you were garbage. You have no intuition, no instincts. You can't make decisions, only mistakes. That's why you're thin in your 20s. You don't have a gut to listen to yet. There's no mystic bad feeling under your ribs going, hey, maybe don't date a DJ again.
4: That's funny. You know, there's a more charming discussion. My daughter, who is uh, 21 and uh, living with three other college gals in a house, they're they are uh, they're growing up in front of our eyes in the funniest ways. Like yesterday, she calls and says, uh, Judy puts her on the speaker, says, um guys i need help um there's a terrible terrible smell in this part of the house and i'm trying to figure out what it is
2: an aggressive scent
4: and i said can you describe it and she puts us on the speaker and all of her three roommates gather around and they all take shots at describing the smell and it's clearly a something is dead in the walls smell Mm-hmm. Or, you know, somewhere in the undercarriage of the house. But it's funny. All the things you you realize, oh, that's right. The first time I encountered that, I had no idea what to think, But experience. They're saying MS- There's no way to acquire it without animals dying in your walls.
3: <laughs> They're saying on MSNBC we're now at 56 million people have already voted.
4: Is that right? Wow. That's, that's, a, that's a big number. That's crazy, yeah. it's yeah. a lot of people. Um, Rock the vote, everybody, no matter how stupid you are. Get out there and vote. No matter how little understanding you have of any of the issues or candidates.
3: Another number for you. Coronavirus uh, is on the rise. You probably heard that. We've set new records for cases per day and everything like that. With increased testing and, the you know or whatever reason journalists don't break down how much increased testing accounts for the rise, you, you'd be able to nail it down somewhat. That but would they make don't. it less exciting. But deaths are up, and that's a, a much more factual number. Up 12% for the 14-day average. The rolling two-week average is up 12%.
4: Okay, that's that's worrisome. i looking say. At, I'm looking at the uh, the government stats here. It's It's only like 760 people per day. Which is, I mean, uh, God help! The, I mean, I, I feel for the families and the rest of it, and I don't want to die, but seven hundred and some people in a nation of three hundred fifty million—it's not many people. I mean, to to do what we're doing to the economy and various industries and and all—I mean, it's a damn shame. But seven hundred and some a day, yeah. I'm looking at heart disease kills about 650,000 people every year. 650,000. You add 600,000 cancer deaths, you're to like 1.25 million. Am I wrong for thinking that's different because those aren't contagious, though? like I can't catch heart disease from my buddy. No, but I mean, I could give me five minutes. I could spin you economy disrupting, crushing ways we could avoid heart disease. Compulsory exercise. Close down all fast food. Uh, shut down all candy candy manufacturers. But we didn't.
3: But we didn't start having deaths add up until what March. So we didn't even get a whole year of it. We got a couple of months to go. If we uh-huh. end up at around three hundred thousand in nine months. And it's still continuing at the same pace. That's a
4: hell of a lot of people.
3: For next year. It's going
4: to be a lot of people. Oh, it's terrible.
3: Um, uh, Moving on to other uh, news stuff. I'm just going through some things. Um, I don't know why the Miami Herald is doing this story today, but they did a story on Fidel Castro, who took power in 1959, denied all the time in interviews he was a communist, then began the most ambitious nationalization process in Latin American history.
4: That's funny. Politicians deny their ultimate goals to get power?
3: Huh. Yeah, we should have played some of the Kamala Harris stuff with uh, uh, Nora O'Donnell from 60 Minutes about are you a socialist or are these socialist policies? Which I thought was kind of interesting. <laughs> That's kind of a response. No, these aren't socialist policies.
4: <laughs> That's um, what Castro said. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the election, next she grows a big beard.
3: Wall Street Journal editorial board out today concerned about the media not being much interested in Hunter Biden's laptop. And particularly, not the sex stuff. Not not, not really. The only thing, nothing about Hunter Biden, really. The only thing that matters is, did his dad, who may be elected president in a week, you know, was he skimming off money uh, wrapped up in foreign policy? That's a huge story. You'd think they'd want to dig into it. Mm -hmm. The fact that nobody's interested in it, Wall Street Journal said, all of this is relevant beyond next week's election. If Democrats win up and down the ballot, progressives will control the commanding heights of nearly every American elite institution Congress, the administrative state, Hollywood, the arts, the universities, nonprofits, Silicon Valley, and nearly all of the media. Yet instead of playing watchdog for the public, today's progressives are out to assassinate anybody who goes against uh, their, their point of view. You know, we mm-hmm. get run out of the uh, editorial room there at the New York Times. So. It'll be something to watch. It'll be something to watch. Yeah, I'd say. Completely different story. Oh, actually, this, is, this fits in with it some. Uh, uh, ben Shapiro tweeted this out. On Google's YouTube, YouTube platform, and I think this fits in with the other story in that so many people get their news from Google or get information from Google by Googling it. Obviously. Uh-huh. On Google's YouTube platform right now, they are automatically posting a mostly false fact check If you're searching for Biden says he'll ban fracking. So if you're looking for did Biden say he would ban fracking. That's mostly false. You'll come up with. There's no such editorializing about videos from Washington Post CBS News any of the other people about the debunked claims about the Steele dossier. Wow. You can look up the Steele dossier. Nobody's going to say mostly false.
4: What a great example.
3: What the Wall Street Journal pointed out there of Democrats controlling all those parts of society and then the fact that people get their news through, you know, like Google or whatever that shades it this way. Right. And we could end up in a weird, weird place in terms of what people know and think.
4: Leslie Stahl on 60 Minutes. That, no, your campaign wasn't spied on. Um, The FBI went to the FISA court to get surveillance warrants for people on the Trump campaign. Uh, what are you talking about, Leslie? That was incredible.
3: Well, how about, I thought her pushing back against Trump, saying "We we had the best economy ever. No, you did not. No, you did not. You can argue that it was the best economy ever. You certainly don't get to state flatly it was not. Right. You can make arguments that it was the best economy. Obviously, is he stat picking. Yeah, yeah of course That's he what is. They do. But, you, but it's not a clear cut argument that no, it wasn't. Right. But she, of course, facts check him and fact checked him in a
4: way that they don't always do with the Joe Biden. Well, Biden got a, a softball batting practice,
3: as uh, always. Different story. Just came across this. This is good news and bad news at the same time. Uh, U.S. Marshals have recovered 45 missing children as part of an operation called Autumn Hope in Columbus, Ohio. Great Scott. That's obviously good news, and they arrested 169 people. The bad news is that this is this keeps happening. They keep rescuing all these children. It means it's ongoing and a huge problem. Yikes. Remember Georgia? What was that, a couple of months ago? All those kids they rescued in Georgia? How are there all these child sex slave operations going on in the United States and being able to do that in the modern world. Man.
1: Oh,
4: that's rough. I don't care how much vid is about you got to s- slam those people behind bars. Execute all 169 of them. Fine with me, if they're guilty, obviously. If you're running children as sex slaves, yeah. yes.
3: Uh, if we're going to have executions, they deserve it. God, that is something. 45. Uh, that's a rough story. It, Like I said, it's good news and bad
4: news. Bind them hand and foot and bulldoze them off a cliff. How about that? That's all right. All right.
3: We were playing Hangman yesterday. Well, This was part of Nintendo Free Sunday. And uh, on Sundays, I've banned Nintendo. And my kids really just act like they're going to die when this happens. Which, as I said to them yesterday, seems to me to be not only proof that we need to do that, but proof that we probably ought to do it more often. Right. Or cut back on the Nintendo. The fact that it's so just awful to not be able to play it. I said, you know... Play a board game, go outside, ride your bike, draw, color, play with cars, build Legos. There's a lots of options. Get out the Play-Doh, whatever. But Anyway, uh, Henry threw out the idea of a family game of Hangman. There you go. Which is always kind of humorous in the fact that the, the game is built around... uh yeah,
0: it's much more wholesome than video
3: games. Capital punishment. <laughs> yes, well, it's an execution-themed board game. Incl- What's wrong with that? Including a form of execution that hasn't been allowed in the United States for quite some time. <laughs>
4: Hanging it's because people. we're soft. <laughs> Barbaric.
3: <laughs> anyway, so we played hangman for a while and got into the conversation. And I said, well, they only hanged in theory. I mean, you, you tried to only hang people that were really, really bad people. Oh, I think that they said something about it. For you, instance, you people said
0: couldn't guess words properly.
4: <laughs> 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 and horse thieves. That was the two groups. <laughs> bad word guessers and horse thieves. You thought it was cat and it was actually caught. You deserve to be hung. I don't. <laughs> wow. Um, until dead.
3: Uh, and I, I mentioned my kids. I don't have any problem with hanging people that uh, did really, really bad things. I don't. Really, it doesn't really bother me. There Ugh. are there are reasons why we why we we don't. And there are, there are libertarian reasons why you shouldn't give the state the power to kill people and all that sort of stuff. And I understand all of them. But it just in general, my emotions. People have done horrible
4: things, like those child sex trafficker people. I don't freaking care. It doesn't bother me. No, I I think you you trade in your humanity, but. I understand people are against capital oh, punishment.
3: yeah, I absolutely do, too. Um, uh, anyway, Hangman, we
4: had... You put somebody in a cage for the rest of their days, that's pretty bad.
3: We had so much fun during that game, all four of us playing Hangman together in, in, in a way that is completely different than them alone on their games, everybody being quiet, but them playing right. video games. Yep. It's just a completely different thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's cater it around to what's most fun for the parents. That's
3: exactly. <laughs> no, the, the learning experience, the the emotional bond, just all the stuff that goes on in that, just oh, need more of that in our house, not less, no doubt about it.
4: Amen. Have you
0: considered implementing, like, you need to earn your Nintendo time? That's a probably sort of a good
3: idea. That's probably a good idea. Like, you know, rub my feet, that sort of thing. Is that <laughs> no. what you're thinking? Uh, our-
0: various household chores, or you can even get... You know, uh, philosophical. <laughs> what did you do to make your mom's day easier today?
3: I like that. Uh, no, I uh, did. What um, are you
4: willing to pay me? Is another thing. Oh, get them,
3: get them I like the that. Just a process. I like that. Just a straight cash transaction.
4: It's my game. You're renting it. Let's talk. Let's talk deal. How
3: much money you got in your piggy bank? Sixty bucks. You mean thirty bucks? I'll let you play for two more. <laughs> my
0: mom did some stuff of, uh, <laughs> like that with me when I was a kid. It seemed uh,
4: relatively effective, I guess. <laughs> you want to eat huh. yeah well I want money let's talk
3: I think I need to do the I haven't gone into the because you can set up your Nintendo switches where they only operate certain times a day and I need to do the restrictions on that and then maybe it started a certain time ended at a certain time rather than a, a blanket day off or whatever but i I really enjoy the days and I think that I think they do too at the end of the day uh where we do something different I don't know what do you do our text line is four one five two nine five kftc four one five two nine five
4: kFTC that's nice Weather was so beautiful over the weekend. Oh, Judy so and I nice sat and out it. back in our little picnic table thing. We played a little uh, cribbage, sipped Chardonnay. It was fabulous. Fabulous. It's a fine game, the cribbage. I love cribbage, yeah. You got to get the cards, man.
3: Alcohol abuse is fun in your world.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, definitely. It, is. it definitely, oh, emote, definitely it is. Almost never lets me down.
3: <laughs> We're going to finish strong. Stay here.
4: The Armstrong and Getty
5: Show.
1: Mattel announced plans for an Elton John-themed Barbie doll. Finally, said Ken.
2: (laughs) 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 The ex-wife of singer Phil Collins has allegedly occupied their Miami mansion and hired armed guards to protect it. In the meantime, Collins is staying at a nearby stu, stu- studio apartment.
5: <laughs>
3: I can't believe they
4: did that joke on
3: Saturday Night
4: Live. That wasn't a good joke. Like, the month that was on the charts, that song was on the charts.
3: It, wow, that, that song is terrible. 35 years old? Nah, not that old. It's the 80s. Is it? Yeah. Boo. Thirty-five-year-old, Su- kind of Su- popular studio. song that most of you probably don't remember. Uh-huh. Um, wow, yeah, that yeah. would have been a iffy punchline in 1987 or whenever that yeah. song came out. Oh well, my, oh my. Yeah, I, know, I just thought it was funny that a, a young guy, like a young black guy, like Michael J, would decide to make that joke. Released
0: yes. in 1985.
4: Mm-hmm. Great Scott! Thirty-five-year-old song. No, recheck your math, <laughs> Jack. I. No, you're excited about the prospect of elves sweeping across America with needles in their hands, but it's not going to happen. What? Ahead of oh, whoops, that's the wrong article. There it is. Um, a federal health agency halted a public service coronavirus ad campaign uh, in which they were going to hire Santa Claus performers, also Mrs. Clauses and elves across the country, to promote the coronavirus vaccine. Part of the plan, a top Trump administration official wanted the Santa performers to promote the benefits of a COVID-19 vaccination. And in exchange, they would be offered the Mr. and Mrs. Claus and the Elves. Uh, They will offer them early vaccine access ahead of the general public. You help us uh, promote this stuff, you get a shot. Wow. Department of Homeland uh, or of Health and Human Services said Friday the Santa plan would be scrapped. The deal was the brainchild of the uh, Michael Caputo, an HHS assistant secretary, who took a 60-day medical leave last month. Doesn't say why. Oh, what do you want for Christmas? You can tell me right after I tell you this. (laughs) You should get a COVID vaccine, Johnny. Oh, they give him a big fat shot in the ass and (laughs) good idea. Boy, my
3: son, who's, like, really afraid of needles and everything like yeah. that. You, you tie needles in with Santa, that's going to affect him
4: <laughs> the rest of his life. Oh, gee, money. The elves there in their little turned-up shoes.
3: All right, hold still. <laughs> Combine those two things in his mind, everything about Christmas and getting a needle shoved in you for the rest of his life. Fantastic. Wow,
4: Jabby the Elf. <laughs> We've now entered Final Thoughts with your host, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty.
3: Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. This article's really long, too. I don't care that much. Phil Collins had to live in a Stu Stu studio apartment. Hmm.
4: <laughs> hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michelangelo
1: in the control room. Final thought. Yeah, you know, 56 million people have already voted uh, by mail, and I wouldn't be surprised if this becomes the norm. I could see in person voting disappearing
4: in the future. Yeah. I wonder, positive Sean, our producer, final thought? Nah, yeah, I'm always
0: running out of ingredients at different rates. I got plenty of Kraft mac and cheese in the cupboard, but I'm all out of actual milk. Do you guys, Have you guys ever made it with just the butter and no milk? Can you use, like, waters? Is that, is that a bachelor sure hack? I'm sure that I have. I'm, I'm almost sure certain that, that could be fine, right?
3: Yeah, it's edible. Okay, that's it's all I'm going It's not the for. same, exactly.
4: Yeah. I'm
0: not whipping up a first date meal.
4: You, <laughs> you will not starve if you do that. I've probably used Coors Light. But now we're talking great, Scott <laughs> Jack. A final thought. Oh my god,
3: craft macaroni and cheese with Coors Light is the liquid. Zucker. Uh, don't, know. Zucker. <laughs> don't know what that would be like. Uh, I was just actually thinking while you're doing the Christmas story, are malls gonna still be closed a lot of places or stores very limited for Christmas? What's that going to
4: do to the economy? Oh boy, holy cow, yikes. So uh, my final thought is I have quite a quandary. I was doing some gardening over the weekend, and uh, I was just going to plant a couple of shrubberies. And it uh, turns out they scraped away all the topsoil when they built my house, near the house where I was planting them. And it is rock-hard clay. And it hasn't rained for months where I live. I mean, it is jackhammer-worthy. And so I can either hire somebody or rent an auger or what at quadruple the cost of the plant itself. As I said to my wife, this is why God made 22-year-olds. I just, I need a 22-year-old to come dig this hole for me. Wait for rainy season. Yeah, I guess. I don't know if the plant will wait. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people, thanks so a little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com, that great British politician talking about the COVID response and herd stupidity. You'll love it. A video of Biden forgetting who he's running against.
3: See you tomorrow. God bless America. Whoever the electoral college declares is the winner at winner god
4: could any of these words? what is this electrical winter you keep talking about is it like nuclear winter is it <laughs> oh the god. summer of love i don't what is it armstrong
2: and getty information.